You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And as always, it's Nick Kunza from Sandham Private Wealth. A slightly late opening this morning because I've got my times mixed up. But Nick, uh, tell me about the, again, I, I'll always start with this, the general mood. After a stonking good run, the market's just taking a little bit of a breather, notably the US futures, albeit <coughs> by small increments. Yeah, morning, Lindsay. Yeah, I'll be put in context. I mean, after sort of, a, as you said, 3 4 5% rally in some indices last week, you know, getting back about half percent today. But there is a notably a weaker feel about uh, the market this morning. It really is sort of a bit of a risk-off day. Uh, our local market also quite a bit weaker. Futures are weaker. And, of course, we kick off the, the all-important uh, U.S. earnings season at lunchtime today with JP Morgan. So ahead of that, maybe a little bit of a, I don't know, maybe a bit of a pause, as you said, a little bit of just waiting in the sidelines, let's see what it is, because I do feel that obviously the next big data point is the elections of the 3rd of November. But before then, I think these uh, US earnings season is going to uh, set the tone for the next couple of months. Okay, what did you pick up in your morning meeting, your legendary morning meeting? Because I'm looking at the Stock Exchange <laughs> News Service, first of all, and again, uh, mm. nothing going on in South very Africa, corporate-wise. Very, very, very thin. thin. I mean, these are just not rats and mice, but sort of accounting niceties that we're seeing here. So what, yeah. did, you, what did you focus I mean, it was on? a trading update. Trading update to the Equitas uh, property fund out with the half-year headline. They're saying they're going to be a loss of 7.6 cents per share. And then PSG also out with uh, a trading update as well. Also with their half-year hip saying they're going to have a loss between 14 rand and 14 rand 30. And then we've got some mining data due later. But besides that, all, our, all eyes on U.S. earnings season. There was um, there was quite a bit of fun and games last night. I don't know if you, you got to see your friend Mr. Mr. Trump doing his speech. Snippets, yes. Um, and I was, I was I mean, even by his standards, it was appalling. This was this was, was absolutely an absolute gem. I mean, if you allow me to, to read out Please his comments. Please do. He was kissing people um, so me- his, metaphorically, mm, wasn't he? Yes. So from his from his rally in Florida, that was last night. So he basically came on stage and I quote: "He says they say I'm immune, I'm so powerful. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful woman." That's what he said in front of a packed crowd with uh, no one was wearing masks and with no one wearing social distancing. And then he followed off by, this is my absolute best part. So this was at the Orlando Stanford Airport. It was just over an hour that he spoke on a, as I said, a packed stage. But he danced off the stage singing lyrics from YMCA of the village people. Mm. Young man, there's no need to feel down. I said, young man, pick yourself off the ground as he danced off the stage. So that, was, he, uh, that was our friend Mr. Trump last night. Does he understand the cultural significance of <laughs> <laughs> some no. YMCA and the village people no. because it's not something no, that he's be- embraced in the past and I wonder why he's doing it now just because and he I, likes the tune no, and I, I, I don't know I mean there was uh, amongst all the flying southern flags and rifles I didn't see many sort of rainbow flags if that's what you were aiming at so I'm not sure Maybe he's trying to get a little bit of that that uh, rainbow vote before the elections. Who yes, knows? maybe. Anyway, I don't think I don't think mm. so. I think he's just made a bad choice because he likes the jingle. <sighs> um, the other one that was played, and I was watching a clip from Anderson Cooper on CNN when this song mm. started playing, and I saw him wincing. It was Macho Man. Do you remember that song, Macho Macho Man? <laughs> yes. it's, it's it's unbelievable. That's that was pure Trump. It does. That was them. Trump yeah, out that was Trump. Trump. Mm. 
Anyway. Anyway, so that was that. But um, other than that, was if you put aside the sort of shenanigans, it was actually quite a solid session. In fact, uh, the fangs were absolutely on fire last night. Um, I mean, Apple was up, I think, at 1.6% uh, ahead of its uh, – they've, they've got a big one out today, actually, Lindsay. They've got yeah. um, supposedly launching their sort of uh, 5G phone, so a lot of hype around that. And if you look at what those, those they did, I mean, that stock was up 6%. We had Twitter up 5%, Microsoft up 2.5%, Tesla 1%. 1.9. Facebook even managed to crawl in four and a quarter percent move on pretty much nothing. I tell you what I picked up was quite interesting. So this is just my own observation, but um, every Friday we've spoken about it. Every Friday the Commercial Traders Report gets released. Yes. Uh, we get to see the open interest on speculators. So as of this Friday, as in as in four days ago, the speculators that are short the triple Qs, which is the Nasdaq ETF. Yeah was at 8.9 million contracts, which is the second highest open interest of shorts on the NASDAQ on record, which is quite interesting. Um, I mean, I think almost to the extent that this is a classic short squeeze. And if you had to also look at the what the volatility the VIX did on the NASDAQ and the VIX on the S&P last night, with the stonking rally, the VIX was actually up. And we saw the story before a few months ago when everyone was uh, with that Nasdaq whale was chasing. So there's definitely some fun and games happening once again in that derivative space. Very interesting, yes. And presumably those millions of contracts that you just referred to have only just started to be unwound, one would have thought, given the spiky nature of, for example, Apple up 6%. Okay, it's based on fundamentals because four Mm. new phones are coming out tonight, all Mm. different sizes, some 5G-enabled, different frame to the phone. It's going to be very exciting for Apple lovers. I'm an Apple lover, but I'm not a devotee like some people are. It's like a religion to them. So people will be keenly watching that one. Anyway, let's have a look at the dollar rand. It's 16.56. British pound against the rand. 2157 and the euro rand is 1950 with the euro dollar dollar slightly stronger euro slightly weaker 11781 and that's affected the gold price it's off about four and a half dollars to 1919 dollars an ounce platinum's fallen 20 dollars to 866 i think it is where's palladium please nick Mm, as always, bucking the trend up, up a half percent, $15 higher, $2,420 per ounce. After a nasty day yesterday because of the Libyan supply situation or supply coming on stream, West Texas has bounced back slightly. It's up 0.4% to four, uh, $39.60 and Brent crude oil is $41.89, also up 0.4%. What stocks are moving this morning, Nick? Okay, so, I mean, it's definitely more red than green on my screen this morning. And those looking for guidance out of the heavyweights like Naspers and Process will be disappointed because uh, Tencent was shut today, believe it or not. Hong Kong was in the middle of a hurricane, so quite unusually so. Mm. They shut the entire Hong Kong exchange for the entire day. But top of the leaderboard, Murray and Roberts, after a solid set of earnings, still market liking that, up another 10% again today. Um, Omnia as well, small cap, also coming up with a surprisingly good trading update, 3.79% higher. So a lot, of, a lot of the small caps, Lindsay, on the upside. And then the downside, uh, financials, once again, just battling to find any sort of love in that sector. Investic PLC down 3%. PSG Group, I mentioned their half-year sort of trading update. Market didn't like that, down 2.85%. First trend down 2 So the financials, interest rate sensors on the downside, and uh, interesting enough, the smaller cap uh, SA Inc. space on the upside. Maybe they're expecting some uh, good rhetoric out of uh, Mr. Ramaphosa when he, when he gives us an update on Thursday. Yes, let's hope there's something positive. Um, on my screen, I've, uh, which is delayed, as you know, PSG Consult is up nearly 3%. South 32 up 2.2. Lighthouse Capital up 1.5%. Process, again, not as good as yesterday, but uh, we'll take this one up 0.8%. Pepcor up a half a percent or so. And um, 
Let's have a look. As you say, PSG on the downside around number three. Investec Limited and PLC both down at just over 3%. Incidentally, I took my profit on Investec Limited uh, last week. We was, I was speaking to um, Gary Burson and David Shapiro, and it's gone from my level of 29.50. It went up to 34.50, so I took profit there. So that's quite nice. Jolly good. Yeah. Resilient uh, down 2.9%, and Capitec down 2.9%. What are the indices after just over an hour of trading, Nick? Yeah, so it's a little bit mixed, but overall, there's a, as we said, there's a negative tone. And we'll start with the JC All Share illustrating that down 0.44%, uh, 240 points down, 55,307. The top 40 the same, pretty much half percent lower, 200 points, 50,922. And if we drill down into the individual indices, as we said, financials are the worst on the downside, 1.73% lower, healthcare 1.2% lower, industrials 1.2%, real estate down 0.96%. Uh, on the upside, technology shares a little bit firmer, maybe getting that follow-through from the NASDAQ, they're at 0.35%, uh, and utilities, 2.7% firmer. Nick, thank you very much for that. We'll be speaking to David Shapiro on the 5 o'clock shadow this evening, as always on a Tuesday, the double-headed dream team. Meanwhile, though, that was the opening, and Nick Kunzer is from Sun and Private Wealth. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.